Blog Talk Radio. A restaurant. Tied in from AZ to Davies, you know my thoughts get crazy. My teachers, they couldn't grade me. I know some Haitians in Dade County got choppers in Haiti. She booked a flight to Columbia, made her body amazing. Just to post it on Tumblr, just to fuck up the summer shit. I don't care what you coming with me and hit boy running shit. Big gold rope chains, but they flooded now. Pull up with the ghost like a hunted house. She getting scary blood on my hands like Carrie. Might walk through a cemetery to see where hip hop. That was some of the new Nas that just dropped on Friday. You know, Nas was one of those artists that I always liked, and he didn't get overplayed. You know, there's some musical acts. Hey, I still uh, bump. I still bump Nas to this day. I mean, he's, he's top ten. But top you ever five. notice? Top five. You ever notice yeah. there's there's like artists that you'll be like you really like or you really like this song, and then it's on the radio and everybody's talking about it, and then all of a sudden it's not cool anymore. Right. And so you're like, uh, you heard it. Before it got exactly, big, right? exactly. Right. I kind of feel like that way about like some of the weekend's songs, right? You know, so but you know, it got me thinking, like, uh, because today we are doing, uh, you know, our best sports movie of whoa, all whoa, time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't even introduce yourself. What's going on? What show is this? I mean, I mean, people should know what show this is. What show is this? Little Huddle Show with Mike and Sam. I you mean, know you this, man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's All go. right. So as we are talking today, we got the big bracket unveiling of our best sports movies of all time, which you guys will vote on. Uh, also, if you have any issues with our bracket, please feel free to call in at 563-993-3761. But uh, I wanted to know, you know, TV shows or musical acts or even movies, we'll go all the trifecta. <laughs> What were some things that were really that you really liked? Then they got popular, and you're just kind of like, ah, this isn't for me anymore. So, so uh, I want to start off with Game of Thrones, actually. So mm. I started reading the books probably three, four years before the actual show came out, and the only reason why I actually watched the show is because one of my best friends from middle school, uh, uh, from sixth grade onwards, his name is Alexander Jacquet. He is a, wow, that's a yeah, mouthful. yeah, it's a mouthful. He's a <laughs> he's, he's a CGI guy. He does a ton of work uh, in Hollywood. But anyways, he did all the CGI for the first season of Game of Thrones. And he's like, listen, man, watch my show. Yeah. If you've been reading the books, you might as well check out the show. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Yeah. So I had read the books prior to the show even starting, and by the second season, every it was like picking up steam and. Second season onwards, I was like, this is fucking, you guys are dumb. Yeah. Because I've been reading the books for a while, and I know what the hell's going on, and everyone's jumping on that bandwagon. Is it this person? Is it that person? What are they doing? So on and so forth. Okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, For me, you know, uh, I got to go with another TV show. That's The Walking Dead. Um, When Frank Darabont first started it, season one, um, I thought it was it was gritty, it was suspenseful, and even like the first few seasons, it was really good. But the more it gained in popularity, the more I started to dislike it. And Sam's over here; he just took too big of a hit, and he's choking here like a fucking rookie. And so, uh, anyways, that, that you know, a cu- couple extra tokes never hurts, right? <laughs> for my eyes, it's for the glaucoma. <laughs> wow. That's good. That's a good one. All right, come on, man. All right. So, so, what ha- so what happened? Here, one thing. I'll tell you something okay. real quick. Okay. Going on the Walking Dead topic, might as well spend like a minute or two. I just started watching season one from the beginning. Okay. And I think it's great. The start is great. Uh, again, I, I felt 
pulled in the way I was, but I have a feeling it's going to lose steam like it has. You know, yeah. it stopped at season six years ago. Yeah. There's probably a reason why, you know. Yeah, it's it just as popular as it got. It almost became so popular, much like what the WWE product is right now. Right. It's so popular, and people watch it regardless. Right. Even though their ratings are down from where they were, right. it's still doing huge numbers, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, uh, and, you know, so the same thing with WWE, um, they it's gotten lazy. And I think the biggest drawback for The Walking Dead um, has been a lack of character development and killing off of main characters in recent seasons. But, I mean, I don't want to get into it. We could probably yeah. talk a, a whole oh, I mean, we could spend a whole on Walking Dead. And I could just ask you, like, yeah. what is the comparison to The Sopranos? Why did The Sopranos do so much better when they were knocking off characters just as much? The Sopranos didn't knock off core characters. Correct. You're right. Core characters. Correct. So at the end of the series, right, yeah, Chris died in the last season. A uh, Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. If you haven't watched The Sopranos, which ended oh, fuck 20 years ago, I'm fucking sorry. But <laughs> Chris... Chris, you know, and Bobby Bacalari, who were two key characters, you know, died in the last season, right? But at the end, you still had Paulie, you yeah. still had Tony, you still Tony had Meadow. Still shot up, still was shot up, but he was still around. <laughs> you still had you had Johnny Sack until pretty much the end. I mean, you, you know, still, I mean, you had for the love of God, you had Junior sitting in that Junior, junior yeah, that, rotting away in, that, in a mental asylum. So that's that's the thing. You can kill off some main characters for the purpose of progressing the storyline, but if you kill off too many of the main characters, the show loses its appeal. So that's all the time I really want to spend on Walking Dead. But that, to me, was a show that started gaining popularity after, like, season two. And my interest started to wane in it the more it got popular. Right. And so, um, uh, real quick, I also want to talk about a um, uh, a musician, or, or actually I should say a rap artist, that I, I like to uh, an extent still. But when he started getting immensely popular, it was kind of just like this thing where every single white kid, that's the only music they listened to. And it was like they felt that he that they could identify with him. But Are they could Eminem? I am going to say Eminem. I like Eminem. And don't get me wrong, he's still got some great albums. He's still one of the best. Yo, that see. track with, with Nas is fire. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. Fire. Absolutely fire. He's still fantastic. But let me tell you, there's a bunch of suburban white kids who grow up, and they think they can relate to Eminem, and they can't because Eminem had a rough life, man. He see, grew- the funny thing is, I see, I'm, I, I am, I'm going to spend another 30 seconds, 45 seconds on this. I, uh, I'm from... Uh, I'm from New Jersey, but I, but the last ten years I've been in Michigan. I've been working in Detroit, and I'm, I'll let you know the whole the whole state is very proud of Eminem. But they also realize the struggle. You know, regardless of race, people in the entire state, regardless of who you are, you could be, uh, you know, African American, you can be Caucasian, you can be Asian, you can be Indian, you can be anything Arab. You're supporting the person because you know they went through so much just to get where they are right now. Yeah. And because of where he is right now, people are just taking shots at him. And I, that's the whole thing. And, I, again, I don't want to spend too much time. That's going back to all the diss tracks that people put out, MGK, no. all that shit that happened a couple yeah, of years ago. Ruined MJK. MJK went pop. He, Machine Gun Kelly. And, you know, and that's funny because yeah. Machine Gun Kelly is from your state. He's from yeah. Ohio. He's from Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You got Megan Fox. Who cares? <laughs> All right, moving on. Continue. I mean, you, you like the new Nas track. 
you like you like the track with Eminem. Yep. You think it's fire, and you suggest yeah. that all the listeners just you know take take a gander. I, I do, I do, because Nas, he's a legend. If you want to talk classic hip hop MCs, you got Nas, you got Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac. You know, he's in that same breath. So for all you guys who listen to trash hip-hop now, <laughs> like, uh, well, what's the dude with the Skittles in his teeth? and uh, Tekashi 69. And Tekashi, Little Yachty. Tekashi 69 can suck my yeah, dick. Tekashi 69. All these bullshit rappers. Uh, do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to a real MC. See what it's like. But I want to unveil something we worked very hard on. Correct. We worked very hard on, on our best sports movie of all time bracket. Um, so, so we got our top 64 teams, okay? Now, Sam and I, are we, are we going March Madness style here? We are going March Madness, but here's how we're going to advance it. We are going to reveal one side of the bracket now and one side of the bracket uh, later in the show. Okay. After this show is over, guys, we are going to post the matchups on our Twitter. That's uh, our Twitter handle is at uh, no huddle, no huddle. Uh, sorry, I'm, I just created the account, so I apologize, guys. At no huddle underscore with MS, okay? That's at no huddle underscore with MS. You can go there, and how we're going to advance the teams is by your votes, okay? So whoever has the highest vote, that's going to move on. We'll cover that on Friday. We'll cover the first round results on Friday. So these will be on our Twitter page following the show. Please go and vote. At no huddle underscore with MS. Okay. So we're going to jump into the 64. So we are going to go to one side of the bracket first. We'll go to the other side later in the show. All right. So our number one overall seed in the East region, we have Field of Dreams. All right. That's matched up with Rookie Rookie of of the the Year, the number 16 seed. So listen, I'm going to go ahead and just say this because uh, Field of Dreams can uh, lick my nuts. Uh, Rookie of the Year. uh, Oh, Wait a second, guys. Do you say Field of Dreams, just a classic movie can lick your nuts? Yeah. Is I that just, what you said? I, I, just, I don't I don't get it. Said that. I don't understand. Oh, uh, okay. You know what? We're going to go ahead and throw one more at that one. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it funny? I mean, it wasn't funny, but it was quite funny. All right, so Rookie of the Year, why I'm going Rookie of the Year is because, again, uh, I was born 85. I'm a 90s baby. Rookie of the Year is where it's at, man. I'm sorry. Field of Dreams, they're playing a baseball game August 12th, Boston, New York, at the Field of Dreams in Iowa. I mean, you have Kevin Costner. Who is the great? What are the great American treasures? You have one of the great American treasures. Okay. In, in, in twenty seconds, give me the synopsis real quick. Okay. You have Kevin Costner. Right. I, I forget Ray Kinsella. Uh, Ray Kinsella. Okay. He has a farm. Okay. He gets told by voices, "If you build it, they will come." So he mows into his crop to build this field. Okay. And he finally, after it's all done. Uh, and and it finally starts to bring people here, uh-huh. and he gets to play catch with his father, okay. who passed a long time ago, uh-huh. and it brings all these greats from a long time ago onto the field to play baseball. Got it. Does it beat like a twelve-year-old ca- catching a fly ball, going out to center field? Yes. 
No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it okay. No, it anyways. But anyways. It's anyways. Okay. Moving on. That's the one versus 16 seed. Anyways, if you guys vote for Rookie of the Year to upset Field of Dreams, I quit this show. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> moving on. So, moving on. In the 8-9. I'm going to go first this time. So okay. In the 8-9 matchup. In the 8-9 matchup, we have, uh, we have Dodgeball. And Moneyball. And Moneyball. So, I, I'm going Dodgeball on this one. And, and, and the reason why I'm going Dodgeball is because Vince Vaughn and that just that stupid slapstick comedy it, for me, gets the, the the nod over something more serious. Uh, Moneyball is a lot more like eye opening yeah. as to how the game can really be behind the scenes. It's not just a game that gets played; it's the betting and yeah. the people behind it and how they change it. And there's been a conspiracy that Vegas controls everything, and you know uh, the NBA's you know the, the the referees kind of manage how many games actually get uh, played in a series, whether it's six or it's five or it's seven. It's up to them. So going back to it, I'm going to go dodgeball because it's just fucking stupid. Okay. I like dodgeball. I honestly think dodgeball will pull the minor upset of nine over eight. Mm-hmm. And here, Moneyball is a great film. Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill give excellent performances. It's a very interesting movie. and But the fact is, with Moneyball, it's a true story, but there, there's there's a lack of excitement coming because you kind of know what happened. Yeah. You also know the Oakland Athletics never won anything big. Correct. So as exciting and, and cool as it is to see how a roster is built, especially when you have to pinch pennies, mm-hmm. it, it lacks that um, it lacks that big kind of like excitement Correct. that peak. Yeah. Uh, the the word is escaping me. What I what you would call it climax, but. Um, I think dodgeball will win. We'll see what our viewers think, our listeners think. Sorry. All right, so next up, we got the 5 versus 12 matchup. That's Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio, and we have Friday Night Lights. All right, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Friday Night Lights on this one because uh, I played high school football, and and I'll have to say that, that, you know, there's nothing that really beats high school football on a Friday night, you know, and, and all the the extra things that come with it, the the relationships with the cheerleaders and the, the homecoming. And in a state like Texas, you know, in a state like Texas, uh, you know, where football is kind of seen, even high school football is seen as just as good as NFL. It's not yeah. better in some places, you know. Especially Texas, yeah. Especially Texas because how big it is and, again, of how competitive it is as a state. I'm going to go Friday Night Lights. Um, I really like Basketball Diaries, but I definitely just like Friday Night Lights better. I like Friday Night Lights, And too. only because I saw the uncensored version, and yeah. I got to see some titties with some whipped cream go. on the nipples. So. Isn't that Varsity Blues? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm completely, <laughs> I'm completely throwing it. But anyways, regardless, yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. So... Basketball Diaries is is a phenomenal movie. It's it's gritty. It's one of Leo DiCaprio's early movies. But I do think the twelve the twelve seed, just like in March Madness, you always see a twelve upset of five. I think this is our first twelve over five upset here. I think Friday Night Lights moves on. Um, it's you. Some people might think as a twelve seed, Friday Night Lights is a little under under seeded. Uh, that it should have been a little higher. Uh, that was a little bit. It was tough tough to make the bracket, uh, but uh, based on uh, reviews and Rotten Tomatoes scores and a bunch of other different factors we used to make the bracket, Friday Night Lights landed at the 12th seed. All right. 
Up next, we have the four versus 13 seed. We have the classic hockey movie starring Paul Newman, Slapshot at number four. <laughs> and we have the 13th seed, the documentary, When We Were Kings, uh, which is about Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, and the rumble in the jungle, uh, you know, which fantastic movie. Uh, when We Were Kings is one of the great sports documentaries that I've ever seen. Um, and it just kind of goes on in detail about how the rumble in the jungle uh, came to pass. I, I kind of have to say that I like Slapshot only because, uh, again, you know, the, the – uh, the, the story is, is very similar to, uh, you know, a story that kind of hits home for a lot of people, a lot of working class people that are, you know, um, that can kind of understand how hockey is very, you know, uh, synonymous in, like, culture, you know, going across. Boxing, there's been so many boxing movies. When we were kings, all right, you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, I would put other boxing movies above that. If it were up to me, so I mean, there's, box, there's other boxing movies. But this is a real life documentary. I really this don't a, give a fuck. Wow. Okay, you know, then. Slapshot is wow. what I'm going with. Well, I think Slapshot wins too. <laughs> I think Slapshot is the better movie. Um, I think Slapshot. I will be surprised if our fans believe uh, that when we were kings, if it gets voted above. But you know what? At this point, Kawhi always has to say something. Okay. <laughs> So moving on, we have our six uh, versus, or I'm sorry, our three versus 14 seed. I apologize. That's Major League versus Invincible. Invincible is the story of Vince Papalier, uh, who got a tryout, uh, basically tried out. He was a bartender. He tried out, made the Philadelphia Eagles. Major League, classic story about the Cleveland Indians. Sorry, Mr. Wal- Mark Wahlberg. Mr. Wahlberg. Mr. Wahlbergers, yes. Major League is one of my all-time favorite movies. To me, this is 100% Major League Wild, Rick Wild Thing Vaughn. This is going in over Invincible. Major League, uh, my favorite scene in the whole in the whole movie is at the end. They call they call for the they call for the righty, Ricky Vaughn. Okay, he comes marching out to Wild Thing, which gets me pumped up because he's just he's just like on a mission marching out as to Wild Thing player. Yeah, destroyed absolutely. Then he comes out. And and the manager, uh, he's like, all right, Ricky, this is it. Go get him, cowboy. And then the catcher says, this is the moment you've been waiting your whole life for. And then he starts to warm up, and then Corbin Burnson's character comes out to the mound, and he's like, I only got one thing to say to you. And he hands on the ball, and he's like, strike this motherfucker out. And I'm telling you, Major League is phenomenal. It's, that's, it's, it's, that's it. But Invincible, nice story. So listen, nice listen. story, but come good, on. Good, good story, Philadelphia. I love you, but you can, again, go fucking jump into a fucking pool of cold water. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick Major League over it because, again, the, Charlie Sheen plays Wild Things so well. Yeah, he does. That you have to love that character and what happens. So, I agree. So we, I would also go Major League over Invincible, absolutely. Okay. So so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and announce the next one. So our this next is our matchup. 6-11 matchup. Correct. Our 6-11 matchup, we have The Natural starring Robert Redford. Absolutely. You know this. <laughs> and uh, Murderball. <laughs> yeah, which is a documentary. <laughs> which is a documentary. It's, a, it's, an, it's not necessarily a, um, a, a apples to apples, right? Right. But I'm going to go ahead and say The Natural. Uh, Robert Redford and... Kind of where he stood with the whole 
era of like, uh, come on, Robert Redford's Robert Redford. Yeah, he's, Robert, he's, he's, he's fantastic. He's yeah, absolutely fantastic. You know, he's a great actor. He does a great job. And what year did that come out? Actually, you know? uh, The Natural came out in 1984. 94. 84. 84. 84. 84. Hey, fucking open your eyes. I said 84. I said 84. You said 94. No, if our listeners are listening, please don't call in because I I fucking said 1984. He definitely said fucking 84. All right? (laughs) Anyway, so 84, which makes a lot of motherfucking sense, right? Yeah. Robert Redford, he's riding on a high. You know, he's doing well. He's doing really well for himself. And he's a good actor. Again, (laughs) Murderball, I've seen. I mean, this is one of the best. Documentary. It is. Exactly. Yeah. It definitely is. But I like the, the Hollywoodness of, of natural. I agree. And now one thing is with uh with murder ball, if you don't know, uh it's it's a sport but it's for handicapped, you know, your yep. your wheelchairs and yep. it's a very aggressive sport, right? It's, that's why they call it's it murder ball. It's, it's cutthroat. cutthroat, yeah, cutthroat. exactly. And so um, Murder Ball, while a great documentary, The Natural is one of my all-time favorite films, to be honest with you. It's a great baseball movie about Roy Hobbs um, and just kind of the trials and tribulations athletes go through, uh, especially even in the 30s uh, when he was coming up. So I'm going to put The Natural. Natural goes on. Uh, in my opinion, we'll see what you guys vote for. All right. The, moving on. The 7-10. Moving, uh, this is one of my favorites matches all right okay and the reason why i like this is because it's again it's stupid comedy against something that's kind of heartwarming you know yep. it's a feel-good story right yep. we got tin cup with mr kevin coster my favorite one of my favorites and, and, and hold on yeah can, can you go ahead and say renee russo oh and renee russo yeah so who's hot in 1996 it was hot when this movie came out in 1996 yeah, she right. since kind of let herself go a little that's bit, fine but yeah okay. <laughs> and then we got the water boy yes Adam Sandler. Yeah. It doesn't need a, an intro. You no, know. it doesn't. It, it has its own intro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Medulla Abangata. Medulla Abangata. We, we know the stories here. And we actually, you know, I apologize, guys. We're going to kind of start flying through these because yep. uh, this is going to take a little bit more time than we possibly yeah, anticipated. Yeah, we've got to run through it. And yeah. we've been talking a little bit of, uh, about the, the, the movies. We'll, yeah. we'll go ahead and cut, keep a little yeah. bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we got Tin Cup Waterboy, Tin Cup the Story of of a golfer um, who's not professional, makes a run in the U.S. Open. Waterboy, story of a poor guy who seems mentally retarded, and he's really good at the basic synopsis. Correct. Correct. Who do you think going to – what's your prediction? I mean, Waterboy by a mile. Yeah, I, I, I feel like – That's some high-quality H2O, man. <laughs> if I was voting, I would vote for Tin Cup over Waterboy because I love Tin Cup, but I feel like the Waterboy is going to go more with our fans. Yeah. So, and the next, in the the last uh, seed in the uh, the two fifteen matchup in the East region, we have Raging Bull versus Talladega Knights. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Talladega Knights. Uh, I, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and talk okay. about Talladega. Okay, Knights. okay. I'm not gonna pick Talladega Knights. Okay. Only because Raging Bull is is a distant memory for me. Okay. It's a very distant memory, and I have no recollection as to what exactly happened in the movie. Okay. But if you know me well, you'll know that I don't, I won't remember it, even if I watched it about a week ago. I yeah. still probably won't remember. But anyway. all the weed yeah, 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 right, right, right. right. Let's, uh, let's watch the air. Come on. <laughs> Talladega Knights. Um, come on, Will Ferrell? 
Because, I mean, it's, it's a, a funny, funny movie. A funny, it's a funny guy. It's a, it's a funny, funny guy. Movie, yeah. It's a funny guy. Who, who, Dear sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Four pounds, 16 ounces. You know. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first to last. But Raging Bull, having said that, my all-time favorite film. Yeah. Raging Bull has to go. If Raging Bull doesn't go, fuck all y'all. No, no, no. Raging okay. Bull goes. Okay. So. So now we go to the Midwest region. And we're going to run quick through this, right? The number one seed, remember the Titans versus eight men out, the story it's of the 19. That's easy peasy. I don't give a, can't give a shit about eight men out. Okay. Remember the wow. Titans. Take the move. I think so, too. I mean, remember the Titans. Is project. That's why it's our, it one of our number heart. one seeds. It hits seed. the heart. It hits the heart. It's a great story about racial, you know, coming Correct. together and bad rough times. Absolutely. Playing together as a team. Yep. Football. All right. Our eight versus nine seed. This is going to be a close one, I think. It's bend it like Beckham and above the rim. All right. Look, um, I, I am Indian by descent, so I should probably pick bend it like Beckham. But uh, I won't. Because I love basketball more, and I'm going to pick Above the Rim. I mean, Above the Rim is classic. You got Birdie, played by Tupac. You have an excellent playground scene. Yeah, but you, you have, have no Alu Gobi from uh, Bennett Like Beckham. Whatever, whatever, man. Whatever, man. Bennett Like Beckham, come on. Overrated. Overrated movie, Mike. We'll see what wins out. All right. All right. Moving forward. Moving forward. We got the original Bad News Bears in the number five seed. Going up against 12th seed, The Hurricane, the story of the boxer who was wrongfully imprisoned. And that was Denzel. Wasn't yes, it? it was. Correct. So I am going the hurricane. I absolutely mm-hmm. believe. Yes, I, I definitely believe. Because I remember the movie now. Again, my memory is coming back, and I believe that, I again, if I remember the movie right, I'm going to go ahead and pick Denzel because he's a great fucking actor. Uh, I'm going original Bad News Bears. Lick there's, nothing, there's nothing funnier than eight-year-olds cussing on the baseball field, which I have a, I have a Close to eight-year-old son is going to be playing baseball. I can only hope. I can only hope he's like the Bad News Bears. That would be awesome. All right, be pretty fun. All right, let's move. Okay, so then going down to the four versus thirteen split, we have Miracle and Cinderella Man. This is a tough. Cinderella Man might be underrated at thirteen. It might be. This might be an upset brewing. I'm going to have to go Cinderella Man. Miracle is the story of the 1980 U.S. Uh, hockey team who upset the Russians. Yeah, the Russians. I I'm just, I'm just filling in our users in case they don't know. They might not. The know. users know more than you and I do. All right. I, so, I, so. You know, I highly doubt that, right. but you know, whatever. I, I definitely think they do. <laughs> Maybe they don't. I don't know. know. Why says that they don't? <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to go Cinderella then because I like the story. Okay. I, I definitely like the story. I like the the. Uh, I like the heart behind it. The heart's there for Miracle, too. Yeah. I mean, it's there for both of them, but, again, personal choice, Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man's great. It's one of the best boxing movies I've seen, but I think Miracle's going to take it in this one. And you know what? It's tough. We'll see what our users think. All right, next up, we have in the pivotal three versus 14 matchup, we have a classic, a league of their own. Going up against the Express, the story. So, so again, remind me, League of Their Own is the All Women's Baseball League with Tom Hanks as the manager. They they come together Madonna. during World War II. Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, you know. So, League so, of Their Own. Okay, League of Their Own was a classic movie. The Express, though, is about Ernie Davis, the it running is, back at Syracuse. It, it, it is fantastic. A movie. lot more heart. A lot more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but again, I would say, racial times. Yeah. That yeah. Time for that. Yeah. Character yeah. substance all the above, right? 
But a league alone, you have these women who I come really together. I really like that show. I mean, I mean, again, I really like the movie. Again, yeah, I really like the movie because I like the fact that they're able to again go against all odds. And it was a time during, you know, when women were not playing no. a sport of that nature. It really wasn't. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I like it. League right. of Their Own, fantastic. I think League of Their Own will move on. We shall see. Yep. Going to the six versus Whoa. one matchup, we have the classic Brian song starring Billy D. Williams oh and James Todd against 42, the story of Jackie Robinson. All right, so I'm going 42 because okay. Brian's song is so played out. It's been wow. in. It's been in so many comedies as a joke. As to how big of a joke that kind of, that movie kind of is, you know. Brown, Brown, Again, well, man. it listen. It, it, it hits the, it hits the heart. <laughs> it hits the heart. It makes you tear up a little bit. Forty two. It's Mr. Robinson. Man, I've never seen my dad cry in a movie, and he cried during Brian's song. All right, fine. So, okay. I, I, can see, I, can see, I can see how you're taking Brian's okay. song, but uh, I'm still going forty two. Okay. Wow. Uh, and then next up, we have our 7-10 split, The Way Back, which is a newer movie starring Ben Affleck, against We Are Marshall. Uh, very good movies. Uh, the Way Back, honestly, I was blown away when I saw it. It is one of the better movies I've seen in the last three I years. I haven't seen it. I haven't okay. seen it. So, so I'm a little bit biased because I've seen We Are Marshall, and I haven't seen, uh, you know, yeah. I haven't seen Mr. Affleck's, you know, flick. Okay. So, so – I know you like you probably like the way that the the, the the other movie was probably you know portrayed. Yeah. You know, we are Marshall. Matthew McConaughey plays the same role in every fucking I know, movie. Every, right? movie. So, every yeah. goddamn movie plays the same role. He picks the character, he makes the character him, and then it's off to the fucking races. I mean, we are Marshall. Great movie. Tragic story about the Marshall football team. Absolutely. And how it came about. Yep. I think it's going to be close. I think the way – I think We Are Marshall pulls the upset here. I would vote for the way back, but we'll see. And then our number two seed in the in the Midwest region, we have Hoosiers versus Cool Runnings. I'm biased to that. You know that, right? I don't know. How. I mean, Hoosiers is basketball. Yeah, right? of course, yeah. Right. Hoosiers, high school basketball in Indiana. And, and, and Cool Runnings. Hickory. And Hickory High School. Cool Runnings is? The Jamaican bobsled team. Hey, so what do I think I'm going to relate myself to? Jamaican bobsled team. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you fucking you guys, you guys you, smoke. You, you smoke <laughs> like the Jamaican bobsled team. I think, yeah, yeah, I think. You know what? Hold on. Yeah. Just, just for that, you get another one. Yeah. I'm going Hoosiers, bro. I love fucking basketball. I mean, how many? I'm sorry. How many? Who running is cool. But like you know what I like yeah. weed that smoke. I don't, I don't see you. I don't give a fuck about. I don't, I don't see you relating to who. Bobsled. Okay. <laughs> no, like come on, come on. When am I going to be bobsled? Yeah. Think about it. Well, I think Hoosiers is a classic. There's a good chance yeah. if I was in the '70s and I was the size that I am, I'd make some team on high school basketball team. Yeah. You know? And well, during that time, let's not get carried away. But you know, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> You're an absolute dick, and for that, you get, you get, a, you get oh, one of these. Oh, do I get one of these? You get one of those. Oh, you can't even, you can't even play it right. You yeah. can't even play it. <laughs> you get one of those. <laughs> All right, that's our first half of our bracket. We need to move on because, actually, what, we've only got like 20. We've gone through 32 so oh. far. 
We've only got 27 minutes left, so we got to kind of move. We got to move, guys. You know, we had a lot for the show because we, we didn't get to see on Friday. We had some stuff come up. Right. Uh, and I do apologize, right? So we're kind of making up for lost time. So now we are going to take a break from the bracket, though, and we're going to go to the Wheel of Unmentionables. Let's go. Okay. So we're going to spin the wheel, and whatever subject that comes on, and mind you, these are very spicy, racy subjects. Um, so don't get mad at, mad at us, listeners. We are just going to do our best to navigate these treacherous waters. We are going to spin it now. And it lands on NFL Vaccine Stripe. It's- oh, Lord. Mr. Cole, please. Please. Come on down. Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. Why don't you come on down? So, so listen, again, nothing against the players that don't want to get vaccinated because you have reasons why you don't want to get vaccinated. I see that. I understand that. But you know what? If you have those reasons, don't expect to play in the NFL where you're going to be meeting thousands of people every week and moving from city to city and taking travel buses and, and trains and planes and all kinds of things, you know? You can't do that. If you want to move around the country, you got to make sure you're vaccinated, fool. All right, so let me just put it to you this way. Let's say you're on Buffalo, okay? Correct. You are Stephon Diggs. Correct. Okay? You're making several million dollars. I, I You know, let's just say I don't know how much your game check a lot. is. A lot. Let's just say – Let's, let's just say, say your game lot. check is like $500,000. Let's say it's a lot. Okay, no, we got to do some numbers here. It's a lot. So let's say your game check is $500,000. You're mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. Your your one game check is, let's say, $500,000. $500, All right. Cole Beasley now, who's refusing to get vaccinated, right? Right. Let's say his game check is $100,000. Oh. Okay? Now, Cole Beasley tests positive for COVID. Right. And then let's say 12 other bills because Cole oh, Beasley Kobe. has COVID. They all have it. Now, including Mr. Diggs? No, no, no. Let's just say right. it's spread throughout the team. Now okay. let's say you have to forfeit the game. Okay. So not only is your team taking an L, which could impact you come playoff time. Correct. But as a forfeiture, you lose your game check. Correct. How many game checks are you willing to lose if you're one of the higher paid players on teams and you're fully vaccinated and some asshole is costing you money? <clears throat> the answer would be zero. I would be willing to, 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 you know, get rid of zero game checks when it comes to uh, my, my well-being, yeah. my, my money. Don't fuck with my money. That's what I'm saying is you got guys who don't want to get vaccinated, but when is the pressure going to start coming down on these guys from other players on the team when, if they start having to forfeit games and guys are losing game checks? How many game checks is it going to take losing before there's an all-out riot inside the locker room? Listen, so there are players that get well over a million dollars per game. Yeah, exactly. Stephon Diggs is probably one of those guys. We were just throwing out hypothetical Correct. numbers. We don't right. have their contract status. So, 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 again, going to money, let's be completely real. Does it make sense to forfeit that money when you know you know your contract, you know your worth, you know what you're worth on the field? Why would you want to give up that money? Let's just say, you know, let's. Let's let's not look at other circumstances like financially, family, any of that stuff. As a top tier player, would you want to get rid of that money? 
No. Yeah. And you know what? The, only the top-tier players are paid that kind of money. Exactly. So even if you're a lower-tier player, do you want to get rid of your $75,000 game? That is even that's harder. That's even worse. Yeah. That's even worse. So let me put it out there real quick, and then we'll, we'll spin the wheel again. Uh, but let me just put this out there for you. You have, let's say, the people that have vaccine hesitancy, I understand where you're coming from. I get it. I'm not trying to persuade you to get the vaccine. But what I'm saying is if you're a professional athlete, okay? You have a choice. You have a choice. But if you're a professional athlete, right, and you take the risk of catching COVID, what happens if you are not the same player after catching COVID? Your lung capacity is down to your heart. It has issues down the line. Everybody knows COVID affects each person in a different manner, in a different way. And it doesn't matter how healthy you are. Correct. You could be of any race, of any kind, of any gender, and it will affect you in a different manner in, yeah. which, in which people don't necessarily understand. So, listen, don't you want a first line of defense and to protect that game check that you're getting? Exactly. Come on, man. Exactly. Come, Come on, man. man. All right. Let's, we need to have one of them. Come on, man. Oh, yes, we do. We need to work that in. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the wheel and spin again. Devin Funches racial comment. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say a little quick little 30-second uh, okay. bit on this. Um, Mr. F- M- M- uh, Mr. 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 Funches, you've messed up pretty bad, my friend. I'm, I'm sorry to say that. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because if you were saying that to your buddy who happened to be Asian, I'd understand it. He understands it, for the love of sake, but not the rest of the world. So the way the world sees you is is different from the way that you see yourself. Yeah. I understand he gave a heartfelt apology. I get all that. Oh, apology, my dick. Exactly. So he's, you know, for those that don't know, he was talking about he likes being in these live press conferences again, seeing the reporters, seeing their smiling faces, even though they're wearing masks. And you can tell they're smiling because their eyes get all chinky. And he did the thing, the racial thing, where he puts his fingers on his eyes, pulls them, you know, pulls them long ways, and said chinky, which is a racial so, term. So, 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 I'm going to go ahead and, and, break, yeah. and interrupt you and ask you, you being of Asian descent, how did you feel when that actually happened? It made me mad because I felt like if an Asian pro athlete got up there or a white athlete or whoever got up there and made a disparaging remark using the N-word, it would be talked about everywhere. They made some kind of racial stereotype against black, like saying, oh, you know, I had a barbecue this weekend and had some of my black teammates over, and I made sure there was fried chicken and watermelon. You know, like, so, like, if they made, like, some kind of comment of those lines, right, I, we've seen worse. We've seen uh, a tennis announcer on ESPN talk about Serena Williams, and all he said was she charges the, uh, the net gorilla style meaning the style of tennis, not having anything to do with her ethnicity. And Correct. he was fired. He was Correct. fired. He was let go. Correct. Okay? Correct. Seems to be a double standard for black athletes when they make, or black so, celebrities, so, when they make these kind of racial things, they get a pass right. where other people don't. So let me ask you a question. If Jeremy Lin had said this exact same comment, yeah. would it be okay? If he had said uh, the exact same thing as Devin Fletcher. No, it wouldn't be okay. I, but would the, he still catch heat from the Chinese population? I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he would catch heat for it. Okay. 
because he is of Asian descent, much like rappers are allowed to drop the n bombs in rap lyrics. I agree. And I agree. they don't get any And there's the reason why yeah. in over 20 years in this industry, Mr. Eminem, even though as big of a N-word that he is, he's not allowed to drop that word. Not allowed. He's not allowed to say it. And neither am I. That's why they didn't drop it. Exactly. So, so you know, I, I don't agree with it. To me, Devin Funches should be getting a lot more backlash than he is, uh, but that's just my opinion. So. Okay. So, again, yeah. I have to say this real quick. Devin Funches, you're like five years removed from something relevant, right? Yeah. You should be very careful about the things you say on social media. Exactly. Because, uh, dude, listen, 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 listen. Yeah. You need a paycheck more than the next dude yeah. out there. Yeah. You definitely need a paycheck, all right? Yeah. Mr. Funches, get your shit together. Catch some balls from Mr. Badman Aaron Rodgers and make the Packers season better. Yeah, well, I don't have any faith that he can do that, but regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our back-to-the-movie bracket. Now, right. We're going to do the South and the West region. We're going to fly through these because we once again yeah, because we once again only have uh, about a little bit over I would under say, you know what, left. why don't we run through one half of the circuit, right, and then maybe some other topics? Of, of discussion, okay. maybe okay. some UFC, some other stuff. Okay, all right. So I want to get redundant for the for the you know, for the audience out there. My number one seed here in the South region, we have Rudy against 16 seed Goon, which is starring Sean William Scott in a hockey enforcer comedy. Role. I'm going Rudy. Rudy, I'm just ha- I have to go Rudy because yeah. I have to root for the little guy. I yeah, have the underdog. To. You have to. Story. You absolutely. The moment that Rudy stepped foot on that field. I still have goosebumps on yeah. my body. I do. I definitely do. Especially when they're giving all the jerseys. I, to the you amazing scene. Amazing scene. Absolutely okay. amazing. All right, moving on. So next, 8-9, we have Happy Gilmore versus Days of Thunder. Happy Gilmore gets an odd for me because Happy Gilmore is just, a, again, slapstick comedy. The price is wrong. With right? Adam with Adam, <laughs> with Adam Sandler. And you yeah. know what? That guy could knock a, wall, a golf ball. You know, millions of miles. Yes. Days of Thunder, classic movie. I got to go Happy Gilmore as well. Next, we have in our 5 versus 12 matchup, we have Ford versus Ferrari versus 61, the story of Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle, Chase, uh, Chase with Babe Ruth home run record. I don't care about Babe Ruth, Ricky Mar- uh, Mickey, Mickey Mantle, fucking any of these guys. I, I really wow. don't care about okay. any of them. Ford versus Ferrari gets not for me because I'm a car enthusiast. Okay. I enjoy vehicles. I enjoy cars. I enjoy the story of how the rivalry, you know, built up between both these, you know, companies. All right. Hold on. Going four versus 13, we have Bull Durham versus Pride of the Yankees, which is the story of Gary Cooper and Larry Lou Gehrig. Bull Durham, one of the best baseball moves I've ever seen. Bull Durham. Also starring Kevin Costner, who's on this list multiple times. I got to go Bull Durham. Bull Durham. All right. Me too. I'm moving Bull Durham, and the reason why is because uh, Costner didn't get the nod earlier for me. On this one, he gets yeah. the nod. Okay. He gets the, he gets the nod. Next, gets the nod. we have our three versus 14 split. We have The Wrestler starring Mickey Rourke Ooh. and the documentary Beyond the Mad, which was a fantastic wrestling documentary. I'm sorry The Wrestler takes the cake. Yeah. You it got, you got Ram down. Double elbows. It takes the cake. You don't feel the pain of what a wrestler has to feel. Especially like a has-been wrestler. Exactly. Yeah. Until you watch that movie, 
You don't know the pain that body feels yeah. from hitting the mat a million times in fucking five years of work. You know? Let's be honest, any chance to get Marissa Tomei naked is a win for me. Uh, that's always a win for yeah. me. Always. Marissa Tomei gets a nod for top yeah. three of hotties. Oh, you know, yes. In, back in the day. All right, so we got our six versus 11 matchup. We have Chariots of Fire versus Million Dollar Baby. Chariots of Fire is a movie about long-distance running. Yeah, uh, uh, we're going again with, with like a, you know, Jamaican bobsled type of scenario here, you know. And, and the reason why we're going with that type of scenario is because I really don't give a fuck about running. You know, you yeah. guys are great. The same Bolt it's a is great. movie, though. Yeah, I get that. Mr. Bolt, you get the top nod for any running activity of any kind ever right. in the history of running. So I'm going to go have to go with Million Dollar Baby because... She won a bunch of awards for that. I I, I agree. I, I think I think I think I would go with Million Dollar Baby over Chariots of Fire. Seven ten matchup. It's a close one. All right. Secretariat. He got game. Uh, all right. <laughs> Secretariat can go fucking hop on no. that horse. No, we want that run. movie. As a, we want that movie together. And, 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 Come on, and you man. Can, and you can run off into the sunset on that motherfucking horse. All right. He got game. Will always, always. Mr. Jesus Shuttlesworth no will always get the nod for me. No way. That's a trash always. movie. It's a Listen, trash movie. If you think that's a trash movie, then I think that you are. <laughs> Funny? No. Okay. You, you're, a ba- you're definitely a bad guy. I'm going with Secretariat. Uh, Fantastic movie. You suck. And two versus 15, we have the Sandlot versus Bleed for This, which is about Vinny Paz. Who I think we both got the same answer. The Sandlot. Uh, by yeah. far. By far. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you play baseball like correct. a girl. Yeah. It's a quotable movie. Fantastic. Sandlot is, uh, you know, what I, you know, got to play growing up. Yeah. So I definitely have to say Sandlot. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and do some NFL training camp news and highlights. And then we'll reveal our final, the West region, uh, before we uh, put the matchups on the polls. So, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw a little quick little, you know, uh, spinner at you. Do you know who Deonta Foreman is? Uh, the running back. He used to play for the Houston Texans. Now, I don't know who he plays for now. Texas. Colts okay. After he just signed with the Hawks. Okay. You know who the Hawks running back is, right? The Seahawks? Are you talking no. about the Falcons, sorry. Falcons. Falcons, yeah. The Falcons, is that Mike Davis? I'm thinking Atlanta. Hawks, yeah. Falcons, yeah. Right. Come on, man. Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis. Yeah. Mike Davis sucks balls, bro. Come on, man. Mike Davis sucks balls. You know, Foreman has a guaranteed contract. You know, he was supposed to be Mr. Foster's backup. Did you know how he good Mike supposed, Davis he was performed supposed, in absence of CMC? I don't give a fuck about any of that. Okay. You understand that... that you know, Deontay Foreman was supposed to be yeah. Aaron Foster's heir apparent. Yeah, well, he wasn't, and he sucked. So, all right. Torn Achilles, torn biceps. A couple yeah. years later, he's on the he's on top. Let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I want to go into some quick news and notes. First, we're going to talk about this report from The Athletic uh, on Joe Burrow and uh, how he's been doing in training camp coming back from that knee injury. That felt like layups last year are dropping harmlessly away right. from receivers or easily broken up by multiple defenders. There might be a multitude of reasons for the struggles, 
but this has been ugly. At one point, pressure pushed into his face and Burrow lifted his leg into the air almost to avoid any accident with the closed pocket. Makes you wonder if the knee is still in his head, but that's strictly guesswork. Bottom line, there's no way to say his play looks comfortable at this point, and this isn't at all what you have seen from Burrow, even in the early camp moments of last season. As a Bengals fan, how do you feel about that, man? It makes me concerned because we have seen young quarterbacks come in, get hurt, or take a pounding behind a bad offensive line, and it messes with their head. Um, David Carr is an example for the Houston Texans, uh, who was basically beat out of the league. Um, and then we see that Texans the old line when they got into the league, it was terrible. so bad. I mean, he took I think 62 sacks in his first season. It concerns me because Burrow showed so much promise in the time he did play last year. Uh, he was literally. Are making, you guys get Billy Price back this year? No, he's gone. I think, or he might be back, but he's not playing. We got a whole That's revamp offensive line. Price, Ohio State. He, he sucked. Anyways, so Burrow was neck and neck with Justin Herbert at the time of his injury, I would say, for Rookie of the Year. The fact that he is hesitant, now, it's not surprising to an extent because they say to come back fully from an ACL is 12 to 18 months because mentally you might come back. What you see is you see guys, especially at the quarterback position, where they come back from the ACL, and that next year, that first year they're back, they're not – quite the same, and then the next year, they're back to that player, because listen, we listen, saw Tom Brady listen, tears listen, ACL. Listen, okay. listen, listen. So, in the NFL now, right, when you tear your ACL, right, you're expected to be back in business. When I mean business, I mean the same level you are out when you tore your ACL within a year. I mean, that might if be you true. Can't, if you can't get over that mental hurdle, physical hurdle, that is genetics in work, you know. So, are you if you were a Bengal fan, would you be worried by what you're seeing? Or Absolutely, hundred and ten percent. And the reason why is because I'm sorry, Mr. Joe Burrow, but you look like you have the trajectory of Mr. Carson Wentz, who happened to have a similar ACL injury and never came back from that injury. Okay, then. All right, so now we're going to move on to some high praise out on the West Coast in the Bay Area. Let's take a look at this from the Pat McAfee Show. Trey Lance looking like a uh, Patrick Mahomes 2.0. Wow! Patrick Mahomes 2.0 says Benjamin Albright at oh. Albright NFL, and Benjamin Albright knows his shit, doesn't he? What, what, what's going what on? What the hell is that, that about? Tony. 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 What was that? What do you mean? Well, it was, it was, was very just... audible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, no, that was. Trey Lance, Patrick Mahomes, 2.0. Are you buying the early hype? No. There is no Patrick Mahomes 2.0. Jordan Love may try at some point. Trey Lance may try at some point. Justin Fields. Justin Fields may try at some point. But there is no Patrick Mahomes 2.0. You can get close. You could be your own Justin Fields. You could be your own uh, uh, Trey Lance, but you will not not be a Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl until you act like Patrick Mahomes. I guess you probably have to win a Super Bowl, too. That's definitely on the list. Yeah. Trey Lance looks great. I like Kyle Shanahan's system, especially for quarterbacks. Uh, You look at everywhere he's gone, his system as an offensive coordinator or head coach has been very quarterback-friendly. I mean, Matt Ryan thrives 
Matt Ryan thrived. RG3 thrived in San Diego's right. system, too, early on, right. uh, before he got yeah. hurt with the knee injury. Correct. Right? Correct. 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 I, I think he's a little early to call him Patrick Mahomes 2.0. If he starts throwing for 400 yards a game, you know, then maybe we can talk. But at this time, you know, it seems a little premature. And who, said, who, wait, who said that? Who said what? Pat McAfee. Okay. Pat yeah. McAfee? <laughs> That's pretty much what I think about that. But let me pause you real quick. I just want to do a quick fantasy blip before we move on to the unveiling of our final bracket. Are we going to bring back Rumboys or not? We are. are. Yes, we are going to have the Rumboys back on our show uh, later on. Uh, Let me give you – if you are drafting a team right now, are you taking Trey Lance as a late-round flyer? Jimmy G? Your job's in trouble, man. Your job's in big-time trouble. It's the same shit I said about Joe Flacco when Lamar Jackson got on that team. I was like, by week five, there's a good chance Lamar Jackson will be starting for that team. The same goes for you, Andy Dalton. (laughs) Mr. Field, come on down. And that's the reason, again, Dave Montgomery has been going late. Yeah. Because – they think he sucks, but you throw in a mobile quarterback like Justin Fields. Yeah. David Montgomery, you have a lot more opportunities than what you yeah. think is there. You have a lot more opportunities to run like you have concrete shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> he had, what, 12 touchdowns last year, 13 touchdowns? He had a lot of touchdowns. All coming in. He had a lot of You know, with his 4.0 yards per carry, you know. 4.4. I don't think it was that high. But it, was, know, it was. It so, was. That's that's there. You have it. There's those were our two big training camp blurbs. Uh, we want to talk about Joe Burrow. We want to talk about Trey Lance. Uh, the actually the last thing I want to talk about before we go to the unveiling. Of- about Joe Burrow ever? Fine, fine. Don't talk about Joe Burrow. You fucking ass, Con. You're, you're on the you're fan. What do you know about quarterbacks? Jack Zach Jack Jack Wilson <laughs> Zach Wilson <laughs> Jack Wilson sucks balls. <laughs> So I want to talk. We had the NFL Hall of Fame enshrinement. We had Correct. a great class. We did. Right? We did. You had Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning, uh, Palomalu. You Correct. had Calvin Johnson. Correct. Correct. It was a little star-studded class. Correct. Okay. Correct. But what I want to ask you here, what my big thing is here, is we got a couple guys that are going to be uh, eligible next year. Okay. We got Andre Johnson, who's going to be next uh, eligible next year. Tony Romo, Devin Hester. Then you got some holdovers like Torrey Holt and Reggie Wayne, who are going to be eligible. I want to talk to you. Now, there's a lot of buzz for Devin Hester to get in. I'm on this, I'm on the side that says, dude, you were only a return man who had like Calm years. the hell down, Devin Hester. You were nothing but a return man. You were nothing but a, a punt returner and a kick returner. Barely a wide receiver four on yeah. that team. yeah. I mean, all right, so let's let's look at these numbers real quick for Devin Hester. And there's a lot of buzz saying he belongs in the hall, like it's a no-brainer, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you look at uh, the numbers, he had three really good years with Chicago, 06, 07, 2010, okay? But his punt returns, he had four touchdowns in 2007. He had three touchdowns in 2006. His other good year, 2010, he had three. His kick returns. He had two and two in six and seven in oh six and oh seven and two thousand ten he had That's no garbage, man. It's not garbage for returns, 
But when you're not contributing, garbage, when you're not contributing anything else in the in the in the receiving game, I'm sorry, but he's a specialist. I, I don't believe he. Yeah, listen, Devin Hester. When the kickers, like like proper kickers, get into the 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 wall, you probably get in then. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to tell you who's eligible, who I would vote for, real quick. Okay. I would vote for Andre Andre Johnson. I would go with that too. I would vote for Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne. So I have three too. wide receivers. I think why were, why no one Romo? No one Romo because to me with Romo oh, he had a Hold on. Wait a second. Wait hold a second. On, Let me make my argument. On. Let me make my argument. I, completion percentage ever in the history listen, listen. of the NFL. Why I say no on Tony Romo? And I think he's very close. Okay, I think he's very close, but his lack of playoff success. Okay, his lack career. of playoff success. Career. His lack of wait, career. wait, Sam, wait. Right. His lack of Pro Bowls. Right. He only went to four, right. and the fact that he was never a top five quarterback at his position. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. That he played in an era full of those guys. Drew Brees. Was it is it his fault that he played in that era for all those guys? It's not necessarily his fault, but he also lost his job to a fourth round draft pick. The guy, the guy had seventy percent completion. I'm sorry, Tony Romo is very good. Okay, fine. But if you're not going to put guys fine. like you're Boomer Esiason in, or you're going to do Holt, yeah, and you're going to do who else? Okay, I, I like I said, I'm doing Holt, Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, and Zach Thomas. Why Zach Thomas, dude? If you look at his numbers. Compared to Brian Erlacher, okay. Let me just let me just pull up this comparison for you. For Zach Thomas, if we run a little over, we run a little over. We got some time. This is the reason why the state of Ohio re- receives the number one vote in uh, looking up stats when it comes to making a decision. Listen, listen here. Okay, so Brian Erlacher, who's already in the Hall of Fame, okay, he's a Pro Football Hall of Famer. He was a one-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's Defensive Rookie of the Year, four-time All-Pro. Eight-time Pro Bowler. Eight. Okay. Eight. Zach eight, Thomas now. Eight. Five-time first-team All-Pro. Seven-time Pro Bowler. AFC Defensive Rookie of the Year. Their stats are he similar. Has, he hasn't won an, a Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Award. Okay. He, but hasn't not, he has not won that. That's fine. One Defensive Player of the Year, but there's a lot of guys who didn't win Defensive Player of the Year that deserve to be Hold in the Hall on. of Fame. Again. You look at the time frame, both of them played. Same, similar. All right, yeah. Zach Thomas, let's just look at this. Tackles, 1,720 tackles, Correct. 17 interceptions, 20 and a half sacks, 17 forced fumbles. Correct. Okay? Yep. 1,066 tackles. So Zach Thomas had more tackles. All right. Not as many sacks. Okay. Good deal. That's but a good the, deal. The That's a interceptions deal. are close, 17 to 22. Okay? Right. We don't see forced Hold fumbles. On. First, first, of, first of all, what, what, linebacker do you know that was picking people off? Okay, but listen here. Listen here. Zach Thomas was a middle linebacker. That's okay. We can run over. Right. Brian Urlacher was more of – they just played different positions, man. <laughs> they both were linebackers. I'm sorry. Zach Thomas was getting in for me. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course. Yeah. 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 That's, that's his go-to answer. Same go-to yeah. answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. All right. No, no, listen, listen. Zero fucks given about Zach Thomas. All right. We're going to run a little over on our show tonight, uh, just by a minute, but we're just going to unveil the West region, and then we're going to get back to you on Friday with the results.
So 116. We have Rocky versus Legend of Bagger Vance. This is pretty easy. Come good, on. good, good, good. We got Glory, Glory Road as the eight seed versus nine seed. Angels in the outfield. Moving on, we have on the waterfront and Varsity Blues. On the waterfront, by the way, classic movie starring Marlon Brando gave us the line, I could have been a contender. Correct. Okay. Correct. 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 Uh, and Varsity Blues, who I mistakenly, uh, you know, mentioned earlier. earlier. That's our 5 versus 12. I think we're going to have another 12 upset on we that were. one. We, then we have, moving on, we have White Man Can't Jump versus... Oh, do I have one we are kings twice? I do. I do. That's my fault, putting this bracket hey, together. Move it, move it, move it on. <laughs> we're just we going to move parts, and we're just yeah, going to move. We're going to finish this off. The fighter that. and longest yard. Longest yard. I love Adam Sandler. Moving on. Not Adam Sandler, Burt Reynolds. Oh, original, the old original. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Fighter, sorry, Mr. Mickey Ward. Fighter's going to go on. Cool. On. All right, we got Jerry McGuire and Seabiscuit. Yes. I think Jerry Maguire, show me the money. Kind of, kind of. We have Ali and Warrior on the next one. That's a tough matchup at 7-10. I think I got to take, I think I got to take, take, take Ali. Yeah, take Ali. I'm sorry. Wilson puts in a, a you know, vintage performance, yeah. you know. And then 2 for 15, we have Caddyshack and Little Giant. Little Giant takes the cake. So, that was a jam-packed show. We will be back on Friday, Friday. with y'all. We will show the results of the first round. and we'll Listen, so any of you guys, you know, had a chance to watch the UFC, uh, you know, uh, fight card this weekend, come through next week. We have some talk about, you know, how, how the, the uh, welterweight, middleweight, heavyweight, you know, landscape yeah. looks in the UFC. So we're going to go a little bit into UFC next week. UFC, we'll have some more fantasy next football talk. advice correct, for you guys. Correct, correct. There'll be some, call more, in. There'll call be some in. more stuff. Call in. Once again, follow us on Twitter. That is at no huddle underscore with MS. Okay? So we are out, guys. Uh, we will see you on Friday. And so we had to do this. We had to. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.